Have you ever heard the sound of freedom? Welcome to another five minute flip. What is up, Flip Eponymi? Welcome to your five minute flip for May 23rd, 2023. Today I want to talk about a question that came in on the recent survey we did on the podcast. And uh, I don't remember exactly how the question was worded, but I'm going to talk today about how to do kingdom work, kingdom of God work, make kingdom of God impact right where you are. And so kind of the context of the question was someone from the suburbs, you know, and and was uh, a lot of times when I talk about doing kingdom work, I'm talking about, well, and so first of all, let me, let me back up just a bit. A lot of where I get this idea of kingdom work from, or certainly not just me, but this idea of kingdom work, Matthew 6.10 is a really helpful verse for me. It's uh, from the Lord's Prayer, which many of us are very familiar with, but we miss the whole, the whole part where Jesus says, pray that our Father's kingdom comes here to this place, to this earth uh, here, uh, and that his will is done here the way that it's done in heaven. And so when you extrapolate that out, you have to think about how is God's will done in heaven? And this certainly correlates with tons of other scripture that I don't have time to get into on a five-minute flip, but I've talked about elsewhere, where in heaven, there's no racism. In heaven, there's no poverty. In heaven, there's no injustice. And certainly in heaven, there's no lo- there's no lost people either. And so the idea of doing kingdom work is we're, we're bringing the God's kingdom here to this earth uh, in the sense that we're bringing the way things are done in heaven here on earth. That's God's will. If you ever are wondering what's God's will for my life, it's right there uh, in Matthew 6 verse 10. Uh, his will is that we would bring um, the way things are done in heaven here to this earth. And so certainly there's things in, in your family, uh, you know, the way you, tr- if if you're married and have kids, the way you treat your spouse and your children, certainly that, that, that applies. Uh, but often I hear in suburban churches as if that's like the only way, uh, that the only thing God has for you to do. And in many ways, I see that as like patching holes in the boat, if you have holes in your boat, it's it's not going to go anywhere. You know, you have to do your work at home first, uh, taking care of your children, your spouse. I mean, that's like number one priority, the way you treat them. If if you have holes in, in your boat, in your character, and, and the way, uh, you you know, that part of your life is lived out, uh, you're, you're, you, that's, that. I, I don't want to, I'm saying that because I, I don't want to diminish that. But the point is the boat is still supposed to go somewhere. And I think we often get really insular, insulated in the suburban white church where it's just about your family. And so your your whole life, if you really reflect on it, you know, your whole life can become taking your kids to soccer practice or baseball practice and working hard to pay the bills so you can have your big expensive house in the suburbs. And it is, right? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not knocking that. I'm just saying that is what it is. You you, you choose to live there, and then so you have these these bills you have to pay, and so you work hard, and it's it's tiring, and, and at the end of the day, at the end of your week, if you were to do an inventory of the way you spent your time, uh, it's, it's pretty much spent exclusively on yourself and your family, and, and I'm not saying it feels like this lavish, selfish way of living. Uh, you've It's just our culture. We, we have to be honest about the way our culture is set up. And that's the way our culture is set up. And, and, and many 
uh, many of us just kind of fall fall in line with that. So my point to this podcast, I'm just acknowledging some things that are reality, uh, is how do we bring God's kingdom here to this earth outside of just in our own families? And and I think if you do have kids, you want you you need to model this to them so that they that the this sort of generational pattern doesn't continue where they just get married, get a job, and then everything they do becomes about their their own kids uh, also and grandkids, right? And, and that's kind of what happens when it goes on to the next generation. And so uh, I think, you know, you've heard me talk a lot about racial injustice in the United States. I think that's huge. Uh, God's will was never for slavery to happen. And then all of the massive inequities that happened after that with the attempt at reconstruction and then reconstruction failing because of white supremacy in the South, literally whites driving out the federal troops that were there to make sure that reconstruction happened, uh, which was then replaced by a period of lynching and terrorism and Jim Crow laws that, that just cemented to made sure that the inequitable inequity the inequitable society that slavery created and the lack of access and opportunity uh to african americans that that continued and was perpetuated and uh things are better now than it was then certainly uh but that set that sense of inequity uh is still there because it's pretty hard to undo something that was cemented into the fabric of uh economics uh, and economics is a huge, you know, it's just this very broad way that our, our, our society was, was constructed. And so you go, okay, what are we going to do about that today? Because the inequity is still there. The net worth of a white household today uh, the, is 10 times that of a black household. Uh, the home ownership rates are, I believe, 70% of whites own their own home, 40% of blacks own their own home, and around 40% of Hispanics own their own home. Forgive me for my voice. I'm I'm losing it right now, so that's why I don't sound 100%. So I apologize for that. Um, but my point is, uh, that's where I, I, I'm really passionate about doing, uh, and I know the word inner city isn't always, uh, the people, everyone doesn't always like that word. So if you want to use urban core, but there's something about that redlined area that was the, the redlined inner part of the city uh, where blacks were forced to live and, and, and were given the worst housing and uh, resources were sucked out of those neighborhoods and, and all the resources were focused on the suburban white flight neighborhoods. This is reality. This is how su- suburbia was built. And so uh, my passion is to do uh, urban ministry and to be a part of an urban church and uh, to do urban community development. That's not what this five-minute flip is about. Uh, it's, it's actually about how to do kingdom work wherever you are. And and so I just have a couple minutes left here. Hopefully we can get this in 10 minutes. Uh, hold on one second. And uh, again, apologies for the voice. Um, so a couple of things. Even if you live in the suburbs, you can still volunteer uh, in the urban core. You know, and, and places I really recommend volunteering if you want to be a part of, of just being in small ways, a part of racial equity, a part of just providing some access and opportunity. And you just, you, you never know where that could lead, right? It's just, I, I don't have time to get into all of it here. Uh, but, but um, go uh, volunteer. I, I volunteer weekly at the Boys and Girls Club in uh, Grand Rapids. Our church rents from the Boys and Girls Club for our worship space. And so the Boys and Girls Club is a great space for you to do that. Um, Big Brothers, Big Sisters is another great space for you to do that, that often are based in you know urban city centers, uh, and and 
my advice is uh, don't just do a one-time appearance. Don't show up at an event with a booth. I see people do that a lot at the Boys and Girls Club, at one of the family events, and they'll show up with a booth and have like a hot chocolate bar with their little group, and, and that's great, I guess, and the kids like it, but that's not, that's not making a kingdom impact. Uh, show up every week. Be a consistent part of these kids' lives. And it's not that their parents don't love them. It's not that they all have bad parents. Uh, a lot of these parents are working really hard because of the lack of equity, the lack of access and opportunity from generations. Uh, ladies' parents are working second shift, third shift. And so the kids are coming to the Boys and Girls Club. And so, uh, the, you know, every situation is different. But I'm just saying that there, that there, there is a benefit to any kid, uh, black, white, Hispanic, uh, any any ethnicity, any socioeconomic status, uh, there's benefit to having extra adults in their life that can help mentor them and be a good example and just show them that they love them. Uh, I will say that in in the urban core, uh, there there is um, there's less homes where there's where there's a mom and a dad working a nine to five job and then they're home with the kids, you know, in the evening uh, as as the standard. And so. Uh, the there's opportunity uh, if you have free time whether you're married or single or, or live in the suburbs or the city it doesn't matter uh, go to one of these places and see if they're accepting volunteers and become a regular a regular volunteer another place you can volunteer is the juvenile detention facility or whatever whatever that's called in in your area um, the juvenile uh, correctional facility. These are really great opportunities for you. Again, could be rural, suburban, uh, urban. These are really good opportunities for you to connect with youth that have gotten themselves into trouble. And you can come in, and you never know. You, you know, you never know how God could use you in those spaces to be a uh, to be a good influence. Uh, not not just a good influence, but but again, to to uh, God might use you as a voice in some of these kids' lives, both in the short term and uh, in the long term. But at the end of the day, I, I just want to say, do something. Do something that's outside of your of your family sphere. You know, you don't have to create something. Uh, even if you live in a rural community, find out what nonprofits are in your rural community. Uh, there's always great opportunities at homeless shelters, uh, places you know that that people are just are really struggling are coming in, and most of the time, people just need love. You know, I I did an interview with Terrence Lester. Uh, about a year ago or so, and you can check that out. Talking about homelessness, and or and and I should say those that are unhoused. Um, we talked a little bit about that. How even homeless is kind of a stigma word, but they're just people that don't have that don't have houses. Uh, they have homes. The out, outdoors is their homes often, or or the the mission, you know, is the shelter is their home. Uh, but unhoused people, and often there's many with uh, mental uh, mental health issues and mental illnesses in that community as well and they just need love you know some of these nonprofits are doing a great job of providing housing and food and they need people to come alongside of them and love them and again i, I encourage you to do it every week uh, don't just do it once do it every week and be a consistent force in their life and uh just pray about that look google what's in your town what's what's within maybe 30 minutes of you and see what doors god opens uh, to be uh, a kingdom impact, a kingdom force. And certainly while you're doing this, share the gospel as God opens up those doors. Uh, it's, it's, all, it's all one, it's all one uh, holistic lifestyle message. We're sharing the gospel, but we're living out the gospel at the same time. We're living out God's kingdom. 
while we are ushering new citizens uh, into the kingdom. So that's your five-minute flip for today. I hope that that sparks some imagination in you and sparks some ideas in you. And let us pray together uh, that our Father's kingdom comes here to this earth, here to your city, uh, to your suburb, to your town, to your rural area, that his kingdom comes, uh, that his will is done here on earth as it is in heaven. I will see you next time on the flip side. Thanks for listening to this five-minute flip. Subscribe for more flips and long-form episodes of the flip side. Visit www.patreon.com slash to support and get sweet flip side swag.